0: Hi friends, thanks for tuning into In Other News, a random podcast about stuff, the kind of stuff you think about every day, or at least some days. Here's the setup. Once upon a time, three young guys worked together to deliver news and weather from a local TV station. Today, they're a little older, a little wiser, and they're back to discuss the things that really matter, and a few things
1: that don't. Thanks for listening. Now here's Axel, Joe, and Adam. Do you remember the name of this podcast? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, remind me. In other news returns after a very long hiatus with my good friends Joe and Axel. I'm Adam. Oh. Uh, you guys remember
0: me, right? Yeah. That was a uh, one heck Basically. of a long commercial block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was. And a lot of silence because Costco still back. hasn't come
1: true. Yes. Yes, well, gentlemen, uh, when we uh, said in December we were going to take a little break, uh, I guess little maybe means something different to us, uh, you know, but we, we call it spend, hibernation. We had to go spend some of this money we're making on this podcast. So <laughs> That's right. So what have you guys been up to, uh, Joeyo, what's uh, what's happening in your neck of the woods uh, over the last two months?
2: Oh, it's been super low key. Just you know, sitting in the basement, working from home, and uh, yeah, it's been pretty uneventful, Ooh.
0: which is not yeah. a bad thing, right?
2: After no, yeah, after uh, previous years, I mean, yeah. the most most exciting thing was taking down the Christmas stuff that I had put up right before uh, we recorded our last podcast. So, the past two months have been pretty quiet,
1: and that's all okay by me. So far this is go. making for a very interesting podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Picked a great time to yeah. come back. <laughs> what's going on? Oh, I've been sitting around the house. Took down my Christmas lights. Yeah. They're still up. They're not on, but they're still still up. Axel, what about you? Uh what uh what's keeping you busy besides uh, birthdays and young children? I,
0: I was just gonna say uh, five of our five of our six family birthdays are happened between December and February. So that's what occupies much of us for this for that cold season, and I squeezed in a quick trip to Florida, uh, believe it or not, this time by plane. Uh, and it was marvelous, it was uh, 60 degrees down there, which was about 80 degrees warmer than it was at the time up here in southern Minnesota. <laughs> so I filled up my sunshine tank in the Sunshine State, and uh, back here, ready to go back at it. Wow. So, uh,
1: so did you take the family with you to Florida, or did you just decide to fly down on your own?
0: No, that was uh, actually that was, it was an interesting trip. It was just me for a long weekend, and it was the first time I was able to meet uh, with uh, some friends from Germany that usually come over here all the time, but haven't been able to since the pandemic. So we decided to try it. They flew overseas, of course. Um, had their trips uh, switched around a few times because of scheduling issues with the airline due to the pandemic. I zapped down there uh, myself. Of course, that's a lot easier coming from Minnesota. And we reunited. It was really great. It, it, it felt really, really good. It, it, it sort of filled me with optimism that we maybe are on a better footing right now. But um, speaking of, Adam, you might have a different perspective as of late on this, don't you?
1: Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit. But I'm curious, knowing that you hadn't seen them for a while, Did you program in your phone reunited that song? (laughs) No.
0: When you said we were reunited, that's immediately where I went. Yeah. Reunited. That would have been a good idea. But I tell you what, guys. (laughs) So these German friends came over here and they could not believe how, in their perspective, everything was very lax pandemic-wise, right? And I I reminded them they're going to Florida, where (laughs) things are already fairly lax to begin with. But they uh, were just still very surprised how, um, you know, very little masking, very little, you know, social distancing, or just all those general measures that we have maybe become accustomed to in other parts of the country. So that was an interesting perspective, because um, the numbers over here compared to where they came from in Germany were much worse. And so they were ready to. You know, be in the thick of it, but they could not believe how it was different. How it, you know it was not topic number one in society over here. At
1: well, least, let me, let me tell circle. you what happens when you uh, let your guard
0: down. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yes, your cue, Mr. Brady. And light us,
1: <laughs> and <light> <laughs> us. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I couldn't let Axel have all the fun uh, after two years of avoiding COVID. Uh, I decided that now was is, now is the time. Now was the time Ugh. to pick it up. So, uh, so you got yeah. the 2022 so I, model then. You know, yeah, yeah. As everybody is emerging out of COVID and looking ahead, I decided, yeah, you know, seems like now's a good time to get it. So, yeah, I'm enjoying uh, day, what is it? Day mm, 11, 12 on quarantine. And you oh, might wow. be saying, you might be saying, are you a moron? Because quarantine is only 10 days, right? And then you should be free to go. And uh, the short answer is, maybe I am. But but the longer answer is, I thought it would be wise to test out of COVID. You know, test into COVID. I thought, well, you know, just given the circumstances, maybe it's a good idea to make sure I don't have it to spread. So I'm Day eight, I took a test and it was positive. And day nine, I took a test and it was positive. And day 10, I took a test and it was positive. And today, day 11, I think it is, I took a test and it was positive. Which then made me wonder, why am I trying to test out of COVID? (laughs) But I've fallen into this really weird zone is what I've learned in that um, they don't know what to do with you uh, when you test positive after day 10. I think part of that is because they say, why are you testing, um, when you should just wander away free. Um, but then theoretically if the test if the antigen test says you're positive, you theoretically could have enough viral load, I guess, to infect someone else. So, so yeah, so I've been uh hunkered down in my bunker, uh, and, uh, you know, um, I did my taxes. And,
0: <laughs> Plenty of time to do that. That's
1: yeah. right. <laughs> did some other paperwork. Uh, online shopping? A lot of online shopping. Ah, yeah, a little bit of online shopping. Yeah, yeah, some trip planning. Uh, you know, thought about recording a podcast. Uh, so here we are. I uh, I feel fine. It was like a bad cold, except I still do not have. I have. This is kind of weird. I have no sense of smell. And have very muted tastes. So, Axel, I don't know if it was this way for you, but like, uh, sweet things I can sort of taste sometimes, spicy things I can feel the heat but can't taste the spice, salty things I'm good with, and savory things are like very faint.
0: That just about matches my experience. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, especially on the salty side and the uh, spicy side savory i don't remember savory i i i think i lost about 80 percent of my taste so so it sounds much like you where you kind of kind of faint faint resemblances of whatever you were supposed to taste but that that snapped back really fast within two weeks i had my taste back my smell took oh five six weeks i think mm-hmm. how about you for smell uh, yeah, I, I thought that I could smell things. And then I realized,
1: actually, I realized even today, I'm like, nope, I can't smell it. So I like, yeah, at dinner, I'm like, hmm, well, I certainly should be able to smell this. So I snuck my stuff, my nose in my plate. and Nope, nothing there. And my wife and I went for a walk today and she's like, oh, do you smell that? It smells so good. It smells like they're making brick oven pizza. And I'm like, huh? no, <laughs> I'm like, I, I smell nothing. <laughs>
0: guys, I can't remember if I told you, speaking of you know, online shopping while you're cooped up in quarantine, um, did I tell you about my two uh, silly but highly useful purchases I made during quarantine?
2: No. I don't know if you did.
0: I I looked up. Did a lot of internet browsing and you come upon these lists like top 25 items under ten dollars on amazon or whatever and uh mm-hmm. so I, I i get sucked into those pretty fast and so my two um purchases were a uh an egg yolk separator you know where nice oh, you yes. can just yeah you it know was... it could be useful does it work and it does it's splendid it's awesome i uh i've used it a few times but my, even my most favorite purchase is uh, one of those, I don't know what it's called. I, I guess I'm calling I call it an, a, a garlic clove peeler. And it's really just a rubber sleeve into which you put your garlic clove. And then you uh, just put it down on the counter and you, you squeeze your or push your hands on it and roll it back and forth, back and forth. And what do you know? In 10 seconds, your garlic cloves come out fully peeled. Which is a major time saver in my household. Do you cook nice. that much garlic? That oh, all need the time. A special
1: utility like that? <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow.
1: <coughs> so so yeah. it only costs 250 Seems nice. like an appliance for the rich folk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what Amazon will sell you. It's like things. I'll <laughs> oh, never, why would I buy that? And sure enough, she bought it one of the things I did this, even though it sounded like I didn't do anything the past couple months, one thing I did buy was a tile gripper. So what's happened with our kitchen tile? It's like one of those games where there's a tile missing and you slide the tiles around and they slide all over. Yeah, (laughs) Got a little bit of that going on. So uh, (laughs) I got a tile gripper and a rubber mallet and some Uh, glue for the floor adhesive and so you put the gripper on and you hit it with the rubber mallet to slide your tile back into place put a bead of glue on there and then you you get your tiles all lined up again it works quite well but that's interesting if you had told me a year ago hey you're probably gonna buy a tile gripper and a rubber mallet (laughs) to adjust tiles (laughs) i would have said you were crazy but amazon sells it
1: yeah so i think i i sent you guys a text uh from the would you open this file. Uh, but we received a package in the mail the other day uh, from uh, a website that we had never heard of. It was like, Goop, Goop, Gooper Incorporated or something like that. And Inside was a single serving size of make your own chicken salad. Except Fuck. I suppose it had the chicken and the mayo and everything like that. <laughs> so uh, so we opened it up. We, but it but, but, immediately went out to the garage. But is that something either of you would eat? Would you be like, ooh, free sample? <sighs> from its chicken salad you have. And it's not, not been <laughs> kept cold. You I know, don't know. How old it is in the yeah. website is unknown if it was a brand
2: i knew like it was i well i don't know i don't know if i would open a sample of chicken salad that's been sent to me in the mail to be honest
0: yeah we yeah we, i don't know the the company doesn't sound familiar at all No, i
1: never heard of, just, of it just yeah and Beth, better yet when you look it up online there isn't even a company that exists like <laughs> with that web address <laughs> So it's a terrorist terror plot. Dog. Yeah, tested out the dog. I was just say, is it a terrorist plot? The slowly. Um, I figured you know. it was one of our podcast friends, <laughs> you know, giving us a sample to try on the air, right? Oh, maybe next, next time if you do that podcast, friend put a note in it so we know, like, <laughs> hey, would you guys promote this? Uh, that is probably the most likely scenario, I think, of all the scenarios so uh so yeah so the uh so so we've been doing a few things uh not very much i mean you know normally we don't all lead exciting lives anyway axel probably has the most exciting life that's true he uh, does three of us uh, but he also has the most kids so there you go
0: yeah, um, yeah
1: default but uh i know that we also had another conversation about uh our recent gas bills axel started something uh in December, uh, Axel, you got a surprise with your gas bill.
0: Yeah, it was actually last month, January. It uh, it always goes up, of course, in the winter time. And uh, we, uh, you know, working from home, you use more heat, especially as I'm sitting here in my home office, which is a former uh, three season porch with lots of windows. So it's not a surprise that it goes up quite a bit. But uh, December to January, it went up. Gosh, it was probably sixty percent, sixty percent jump. Um, almost $400 just for a gas, uh, to heat, you know, f- uh, heat the house. Do you keep it like 85 degrees in there or what? <laughs> <laughs> no. And I, you know, I live on the cold side. My wife and I always have uh, arguments over, uh, it, she says it's too cold. I say it's too warm. I go with really the recommendations, you know, about 68 during the day. And at night I go down to 61 or so. Uh, you know, if my kids complain, sometimes I sneak in the 70 or so, but by and large, I, um, turn it down and and I have a wi-fi controlled uh, thermostat so I can control it through my cell phone and if we happen to be gone for a day or a weekend I I can you know kind of preheat it in time before I come home or or turn it down if I forget to do it so you feel like you do everything right and then you get hammered with this bill and uh so I uh decided to get uh, an energy home audit done. Have you guys done that before? It no. Physical. It's essentially a uh, analysis of uh, your homes and your uh, furnaces uh, and air conditioners uh capability to um you know uh, heat or cool your your living spaces most efficiently, as in with the least amount of money spent possible. And what really triggered it it was not necessarily that one bill. It, I had actually ordered it last October. Um, based on uh, the company that we're with, the gas company that we're with, they send out a monthly uh, home energy report, and consistently, it it tells me. Uh, just I'm looking at the latest one. And it says your home uses 94% more natural gas than similar homes within four miles of your <laughs> of your home, uh, your area. And so you know, naturally, you think, what is going on with my house? Either my furnace isn't keeping up, or I have the worst insulation on the planet. So I I called the company. I said, Do you do home energy audits? And uh, lucky enough, I guess back in the days, they only used to do it for older homes. Mine is about 30 years old. So I fell into that category where they do it. And it seemed like an easy proposition. It was um, 50 bucks copay for a for a generic home energy audit, which was sort of like a walkthrough and uh, you know, getting some advice, or a hundred dollars if you also wanted to get an infrared analysis done where they kind of walk along your walls and windows to see just how much heat uh in this season, anyways, would escape. And um they are so busy with these home energy audits, I had to wait three months to wow. Oh, wow get it done so the gentleman it, it was actually outsourced to uh a, um another outlet I, I forget what what they are but um this gentleman called me just a couple of weeks ago and said hey i haven't forgotten about you uh could i come over and so he arrived and it was i tell you guys this was um fifty dollars worth every penny i learned a lot um what was uh very fascinating you know they came in and of course he he Kind of created a i guess i'll call it a storm inside your house just to see where the air escapes and so he took out our front entrance entry door um put up this uh thick sheet of sort of like plaque i don't it wasn't plastic some sort of um completely see you know 100 sealed uh material and then this giant blower and he turns it on you know to it was a big adventure for my kids because this thing was loud and you felt like you were in the bowels of an airplane because it was like this giant turbine. And it creates this, it creates, you know, these very strong airflows all around the house. And so he walked around with his meter to see uh, where the air escapes. And five minutes later, he shuts it off and he says, Mr. Gumble, you have a perfectly sealed house. Like, <laughs> how can this be? <laughs> um so long story short um the issue with my house was actually not the fact that it that it was not sealed well which i had thought for the last you know five to ten years the issue is more so that my furnace is uh too big for the amount of duct work that i have in my house in other really? words the furnace produces um uh, it, 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 it can't, whatever it produces, it cannot push through what's available in, turn of, in terms of the ductwork, work. And uh, he said, that's also a reason why your furnace is so loud. I said, I've wondered that for the last eight years, why my furnace is so loud. He says, because it's working so hard and can't get rid of the energy and the heat it produces. So it, so it seems
1: like it could uh, ruin your furnace prematurely.
0: Well, he he I guess he didn't go that far, but um he said you have one of the best furnaces you can have. It's only 8 years old. Um you know, the couple that lived here before us uh, had bought it and uh, after the home was flooded at the time, so it's a you know, fairly new piece of equipment. Um but on that note, uh, Adam, the one thing that he said that I could change immediately was um he saw that I had one of those allergy Uh, resistant uh, filters in there and he said those are actually kind of a bad deal for most furnaces because they are getting to be so tight in their uh you know the the netting or the whatever makes the filter that um the furnace can't pull in enough air to even do its job and um mine is one of those it's like it seems like four or five inches thick. And he says, That's a that's a non-starter with him. He said I could just sacrifice a little bit on the allergy efficiency number. I forget how they rate it, but he's it's the reck- MERV rating. The right? MERV, that's yes. right. Yes. He said, Go down a couple of steps on the MERV. Uh it's did not you recommend make- a
1: MERV number to you. I think I used to
0: like he 11. did, he did. He, you know, I was grateful too. He he just kept. Uh, spewing out all these facts and figures I could hardly keep up and yeah, at one point I said that. we know Joe and I know we love yeah. <laughs> facts and figures so <laughs> and I said now you are going to write me a fine report when you're done he said oh yes and I I gosh I got probably it was 11 or 12 pages handwritten uh, report with a complete um, you know suggestions on how to um, install a couple of more you know um, return air outlets a couple of you know thicker pieces of ducts or um some other tips and tricks to make it more efficient of course it did not include any estimates and you know to be honest most of those things i probably can't afford or or should only do in steps but it was highly highly um educational and i could only recommend it to anyone to uh do that it's uh you just learn a lot and you kind of get some ideas so he he also found out that our uh, front uh, door was um, not uh, hung properly and created an ever so tiny uh, extra space uh, where it should really line up with the uh, weather stripping he said if you just adjust that by you know half an inch you can have a major difference in terms of hot air escaping so working on some of those little things now now we had done, uh, so our
1: house was is relatively new. I mean, I guess maybe not anymore, but we built it in 2004. And we had one of these audits done in, oh gosh, just a few years after we bought it. And um, he came through and did, did something very similar, but uh, I distinctly remember his big recommendation was, he said, so theoretically, I'm supposed to tell you to punch more holes in your house to the outside, like your house is... <laughs> He said, your house is very well insulated. It's super tight. He said, theoretically, what you need to do is punch more holes to the outside. In theory. Like, well, that seems
0: counterintuitive.
1: So thank yeah. you, sir.
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's, you know, speaking of surprises, he said, most people <clears throat> always assume that the windows are the cause for leakage in or out. And he said, in most of the homes that he's been analyzing, it's actually the walls, you know, under under insulated or insulation over time. I guess uh, depending on what type you use, gets old and condensed and sort of falls apart. Or I don't know how it works, but he said before you think about new windows, uh, think about you know blowing in a little bit of extra insulation here and there, and you know, like on the north side or whatever. Um, but he looked at our windows. He said, "Your windows are perfectly fine. They're they're gonna last another thirty years." He said, at most. He says, "Consider uh, switching out your window sashes." And he um, taught us a way to figure out when the uh, uh, um, what do you call that space between your window panes? You know the the God, what is what is that called? You guys, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? The, the vapor the... barrier, like the the uh, yeah. The... I mean, basically, the air between your yeah, two, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So what he explained to do is uh, I don't know how well this comes across in describing it, but he says, take your cell phone flashlight and uh, shine it at the window, you know, slowly move it from one side to the other. And if you notice at any point that the the two reflections of your cell phone flashlight, which, you know, you'll have one on the inside pane and one on the outside pane, once that moves together or apart, you can tell that your you know that inside space is no longer uh, calibrated. I think he called it. And if you get to a point uh, where those two flashlight dots are coming almost you know touching each other, he says then it's time to uh, switch out your window sashes, meaning just the glass part. Um, and he says, and if you you know another sign for that is if you have uh, circular. Uh, circular shaped um, condensation starting to build from the center of your window. So something to watch, I I appreciated learning that. Very, very helpful and insightful. Now,
1: how come you didn't upgrade a hundred bucks for the uh for the infrared look inside your walls. What if I, I what yeah, If so what if there was like what if somebody stored a million dollars in those
0: <laughs> walls? <laughs> we would never know. No, I actually had ordered the the full analysis with the infrared. I thought, you know, a hundred bucks isn't bad considering what I could save perhaps. But um he said after he did that storm exercise inside the house and determined that there is almost zero leakage he said there was no need to even do the infrared part of it because he said there would he wouldn't find anything and so i trusted him on that and i guess i saved fifty dollars and really that was code for i don't have time for this <laughs> he, this by the way he was here for three and a half hours solid Ooh. which was a surprise as well um included a lot of talking with my seven-year-old um about his diabetes diagnosis but you know because <laughs> <laughs> usually the seven-year-olds
1: have the best handle on diabetes well it,
0: i i have to give him credit my, you know, my son asks a million questions you know what is energy what is this what is that and then he used that as a you know once this guy's sense that my son was once was uh very hungry for knowledge he used his diabetes diagnosis uh to kind of create this uh Metaphor for creating energy, losing energy in your body, what makes energy in your body, sugar, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's like a furnace. And so he was was captivated by that. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, you know, uh,
0: that's really helpful. A helpful
1: way uh, to, you know, at least figure out if there are ways you can save money on your home uh, heating bill. Uh, You know, I don't know about you guys, but cars, man. They're costing a lot of money these days, too. I, I, uh, I heard yeah. uh, not only did I hear on a podcast the other day, another podcast, that um, this is like the first time maybe in a long time or forever that used cars have actually appreciated in value, like used cars have become an investment yeah you
2: could sell your used car and make money on it.
1: Um, but you can't um, buy a new car no. <laughs> so you're kind of stuck there but um but I know for me we've we've largely switched over to using e eighty eight gas. It's a few cents cheaper, uh, but what we found is that the gas mileage that you get is uh, the same like and uh, in really cases interesting even better yeah.
0: Now is AE88 uh, uh, readily available at most gas stations? It is, is available
1: issue? at okay. uh, at at most. So if you in the Midwest here, if you go to Quick Trip, ooh, we would we would probably take a Quick Trip sponsorship, wouldn't we? Sure, yeah, I think we'll right. take it. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, they should they should have some money to sponsor us. But uh, if you go to a Quick Trip, yeah, almost all of them have E88, and it's always a few cents, uh, usually a few cents lower than uh, eighty seven and a lot of sense lower than 91. You got to have a vehicle that's uh, newer than I think 2001 or 2004 to run it. Um and disturbingly I did hear that it is the what is it? the dirtiest of all gasses. Oh, I didn't
0: know that. Mm-hmm. Like
1: uh, I think for the environment potentially, so uh don't know how I feel about that. But it's cheaper <laughs> no, no.
0: Now, you call it uh, E88. I guess I haven't paid attention. It seems so as though, as my gas, t- uh, the cap of my gas tank keeps referring to E85. Is that? That is different. That's yes. different yet. So,
1: yes, uh, because uh, gas naming is super confusing. So, uh, yeah, E85, you do not want to put in your vehicle unless it's an E85. Oh, okay. Uh, available vehicle e88 can burn in most cars most newer cars e85 cannot unless it is a special vehicle and my son has his truck takes e85 but the gas mileage that you get when you run e85 is pretty miserable
0: yeah that's uh, that's why i've never really considered it because everybody shares about that you know uh i um i live very close to the iowa border and so that means uh The first Iowa gas station is within minutes from my home, and uh, Iowa is uh, heavily uh, using uh, ethanol in their gas. Yes, And um, I've got, you know, so gas might be 10, 12 cents cheaper per gallon, but there too, I have noticed a significant reduction in mileage. So the trip across the border is not that appealing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: if you can find E88 across the border, I mean... We occasionally make a trip down to Iowa. And I think the last time that uh, we were down there, we filled up and it was uh, two, what was it, like 270 or something oh, wow. like that? Uh, when it was, you know, three high threes everywhere else. So, yeah. So there you go. Another money saving tip brought to <laughs> D-88. you. Bye.
0: But check your manual others. first if you can take it.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, indeed. And if you don't drive anywhere, you'll save a lot of money because then you're not burning gas. Yes, uh, that's no strategy. Don't drive yeah, anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Uh, as you could tell from what I've done for the past two months, <laughs> I, I haven't, uh, we've done some energy saving things around the house. Like we got a different furnace a couple of years ago that burns a little bit better. And we upgraded our windows because our old windows were not good so we've got some better windows now um but uh, ever since i moved into this house as a bachelor on a limited income uh i've always done the even pay process or the um it's got a better name than that but uh with the gas company so my bill is always 50 bucks a month regardless of the time of year um and they do adjust it after you know a year to make sure it's all caught up but um uh,
1: Does it show you, uh, Joe, when you get your even pay, does it show you the over-under? Yes, it does. So, So, for example. How far under are you right now?
2: So, (laughs) I I am looking at the bill right now. So, previous balance. So, right now, the current balance is about 280 bucks. I am over or, yeah, behind yeah i'm under 200 yeah 280 right now but yeah my gas bill last month would have been about 150 bucks but I paid 50 so wow. it it will all even out over time. And they will, like I said, they will adjust the even pay to make sure it's more even over a 12 month span. So I fully expect this gas bill to go up when they do the recalibration. But uh, right now I'm going to enjoy just paying my 50 bucks and keeping it consistent steady. Uh, regardless, I wanted a more predictable, uh, Uh, bill and if there was a way to control it i was going to do it so that's why i signed up for even pay some people say you're just financing uh the gas company to um you know giving them your money when you don't aren't burning gas but i like the predictability
0: oh so you pay the 50 bucks even in the summer yep you're right. i see yep okay Mm -hmm. i see so
1: Joe, you mean to tell me that your mansion on the hill only cost $150.
0: That was my reaction, Adam. I (laughs) live in a small starter
2: home here on a a hilltop overlooking the city
0: with
2: (laughs) beautiful views. And maybe this is, uh, maybe I need to crank up the thermostat even more. But yeah, you uh, might be.
1: Are you keeping it in meat locker?
2: (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Uh, we're doing the the energy saving tips that uh, the gas company says you have a programmable thermostat which they say is an energy saver you turn it down at night mm-hmm. uh, and we keep it at about 68 at night which is plenty cool for me but uh, turn up to 71 during the day which is it gets a little cool in portions of the house where the sun isn't as uh, where there are fewer windows but uh, no it's uh, it's pretty good. I think part of it is because we have a better furnace and we put in better windows a few years ago. So, next step is probably getting an energy audit like Axel had because I know we're probably due for some insulation in the attic. Um after well, about 20 years of home ownership here, it's probably time for some yeah. attic insulation. I
1: know the uh, previous owners of that house took very good care of it.
2: Uh, The previous owner had a very self-inflated sense that he was pretty handy, and we have found out over the years that he probably was not as handy as he thought he
1: was. What? What are you talking about? That is the worst. (laughs) I don't don't know if I told you guys this. uh, uh, This is a little bit of a tangent, but have we talked since that major storm in December? I think we – did we do a podcast episode after that?
0: No, we might. I don't think so. Uh, So – so
1: we had this major storm, historic storm in December, tornadoes and everything like that. And during that storm, we were all chatting with each other. And our we had a brownout, um, which we've That's right. never had here. So we had a brownout and, um, and then the power went eventually all the way off. And um, I noticed three days later that my, uh, my thermostat, because I have one of those fancy thermostats that you can control by your phone or whatever. I got an alert on my phone that said, your thermostat has lost communication. Like it hasn't <laughs> communicated for three days. And I'm like, huh, what's going on here? And anyway, I came to find out that, that the brownout fried my thermostat. It wiped out its serial number and it oh. something else. So the thermostat reverted to a setting where it turns the heat on at 7:30 in the morning and it goes to 70 degrees and then at 9:30 at night it goes uh, to 63 and I can't adjust it and I can't adjust the time huh. oh, I no. can't adjust the settings <laughs> and that's just it goes between those two temps and uh, so I I called and they're like well yeah it's fried and it but it's under warranty and so um, so I called my HVAC dealer, cause of course you gotta have the HVAC dealer come and replace it. And uh, he said, uh, we haven't been able to get those for months because of the chip shortage. Uh, they've been backordered for six months and they have no idea when it's gonna come in. So in the meantime- So you're still
0: with that thermostat? No. Yeah, I'm still oh with my that gosh. thermostat.
1: <laughs> because, because I went, I went kind of high in on my air conditioning and my furnace. And because I did that and it has this, uh, it's called infinity, uh, control. So it, it doesn't have like, you know, normal furnace is like two stage, you know, it's yeah. like high motor or low motor. And mine has, it can ramp up and down. So there's only one thermostat. The one of course that the company makes that controls it. Uh, there's only one thermostat that controls that. So if I if I switched out to another thermostat that I could get, I will lose the benefit of my yes. high end system. So go figure. Oh, 63 is a little crisp. it gets a little chilly,
2: but you know, it's good sleep weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it doesn't kick in till seventy degrees until seven thirty in the morning. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. After everyone has had
0: to take a shower Pretty or much. you know, walking around in the pajamas. So not not okay. ideal. Well, you and you guys have probably seen the photos I sometimes post on Facebook of my kids uh, curling up in front of a, you know, heating vent outlet in the kitchen because daddy isn't turning up the heat enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the things we do to save money. Yeah, every penny counts. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, we have uh, we are bringing back the lightning round it's season four episode one we went missed the lightning round so should we take a little break and then joe is gonna quiz us Axel, he promised it would be easy we'll
0: I'll cross my fingers on that
1: yeah uh, things may have changed between when i told you it'd be easy
2: and the time <laughs> that i'm going to present it but let's see how it goes let's oh, let's okay. see how rusty break. we
0: are yes <laughs>
1: we'll be right back
2: All right, gentlemen, are you ready to take the first quiz of 2022?
1: Let's do until it. I not tell you said it wouldn't be easy.
2: Well, let's see. Uh, it's mostly multiple choice fill in the blank. So, again, I wasn't sure uh, what sort of theme to go with, but since this is our first quiz of 2022, the questions will be focused on events from 2022 or the number 22. So, in winning. When in doubt, you know, answer 22, okay? So basically
1: every answer is February
2: 22nd. We'll find out here. All right, why don't we start with Axel? So, uh, Axel, which city just hosted the 2022 Winter Olympics? Beijing. I didn't have to give you the A, B, or C. Yep, it's Beijing, China. Well done. Let's switch over to Adam from Entertainment. Uh, You had kids, and uh, your family is very big into Disney. So uh, this year is the 30th anniversary of a classic Disney movie. So uh, 2022 marks the 30th anniversary of... What? Is it A, Aladdin, B, Bambi, or C, Beauty and the Beast? Oh, it's got to be Aladdin because the other ones are older. You got it. It's That's Aladdin. I guess, too. Yep, there you go. Aladdin is 30 this year. We'll stick with the entertainment theme for you, Axel. Which Steven Spielberg film, uh, film celebrates its 40th anniversary in 2022? Is it E.T.? gremlins
0: or jaws 1982 oh my gosh i would say that is et you got it nice all right (laughs) all right adam history time okay
2: this man was the 22nd president of the united states
1: i don't (laughs) like these kind of questions
2: is it a grover cleveland b john f kennedy Or C,
1: George H.W. Bush. Oh, Cleveland. Yeah, I I gave it a simple one. Yeah, The other two are easy, so thanks for making it easy. Grover Cleveland,
2: 1885 to 1889. He was also the 24th president of the United States, in addition to being the 22nd. So... Mm uh axel gumbel we're gonna go world events uh focus over in europe the uh, queen elizabeth the will be celebrating her platinum jubilee in 2022 how many years on the throne is she celebrating I wanna, is it
0: oh go ahead uh, i was gonna say 70 that's it. It's 70. all right. Hey, a <laughs> nice uh, little down. little
1: known fact: the uh, queen and I tested positive for COVID.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hopefully, the queen is testing uh, negative here uh, as soon as you do. So, um, let's I'm go back. I'm saying to that man. I met the queen. I'm just <laughs> really yeah, something common. Yes, <laughs> you and English royalty. All right, uh, Adam. Science time. Uh, the periodic table of elements has 118 elements in total. But what is element number 22 oh, on the table? Geez. Is it hydrogen, titanium, or emodium?
1: It's not hydrogen. I don't think. Uh... I'm going to go with titanium.
2: That's it. Nice work. Yes. Hydrogen is one, number one on the chart. Imodium is one I made up. It's that, uh, it's like a diarrhea bathroom. medication. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's a medication. For stomach. I was going to say that. But
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Axel, geography time. West Circle Drive in Rochester, Minnesota is in a booming part of town for business. West Circle Drive is technically a county road. And here in Minnesota, county roads are typically numbered. West Circle Drive is also known as Olmstead County Road.
0: What? Oh. T- 22? That's it. You got All it. right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Adam finished the lyric of this Taylor Swift song of the same name from the 2012 album called Red. So here's the lyric. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling blank. uh lucky no i don't know about you but i'm feeling blank and remember i said this quiz was all about 2022 or the number 22 so when in doubt just answer feeling 22 that's it. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. what kind yeah. of song is that?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! The i song never It's called of
2: it. 22.
1: Oh, look <laughs> it up. Could you? Uh, oh. Could you sing that, Joe? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <making> <laughs> together. We we already have to probably pay
2: uh, the. Singers have reunited for your song earlier. (laughs) We're not going to pay to (laughs) you. I was under 15 seconds. It was under 15 seconds. All right, Axel. uh, You're a big soccer fan. So uh, which Middle Eastern country is going to host the FIFA World Cup here at the end of 2022? Is it Qatar, Saudi Arabia, or Oman? This is Axel,
1: right? This is Axel.
0: We lose him. Oh, here, here, you guys are back. What happened?
1: <laughs> we were here all along, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's try that again. This one's so you lost me at soccer
2: fan. Yes, okay, Axel, you are a soccer fan. Uh, which Middle Eastern country is going to host the FIFA World Cup at the end of 2022? Qatar. Oh, you didn't even give, <laughs> me a chance to give it the answer. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Qatar. All right, so nice work uh adam this one is for you in 2022 is the year of which animal according to the chinese zodiac this is the year of the blank is it the year of the tiger
1: year of the ox or year of the dragon Ooh, uh it's not tiger i don't think uh i'm gonna go with ox or is it tiger or dragon uh dragon or is it tiger?
2: <laughs> is it tiger? It's tiger. Nice work. Well done. <laughs> After I clearly said it's not tiger. <laughs> All right. Axel, are you still there? No, I am. All right. You get this literature. This is probably going to be your toughest question. So uh, in this 1961 satirical novel by Joseph Heller it has a two-world Two word title, and it centers on the main. This book centers on a main character. He was an American uh, bombardier stationed over in the Mediterranean during World War II. And this book kind of recaps his attempts to get out of the missions in order for him to stay alive. What is this two word titled book from 1961 by Joseph Heller?
0: Now I need some multiple choice options here. There will be no multiple choice. <laughs> so,
2: two
1: word. Two word. Uh, remember. Remember that. Maxwell.
2: Well, Re- twenty-two. Okay, that's the second word. So, <laughs> what, so what would
0: go in front of the first word there? Oh gosh, my streak is over, guys. I have no idea. It's an old sort of saying. Um, any
2: clues? Do you know it, Adam? Oh. Old saying. I was going to say, no, it's just kind of like um, I'll give it to you. It's it's Catch Twenty Two.
0: Oh, Catch oh, Twenty Two. Yeah.
1: yes Yeah. Catch
2: Twenty Two. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I started reading the book. I never finished it. So, I'm um, sorry to stick you with that one, Axel. uh <laughs> Last question for you, Adam. One million dollars in one hundred dollar bills would weigh how much? How many pounds would that weigh? Uh, one. How many? One million dollars. In one hundred dollar bills, would weigh how much?
1: Ooh. Mm. twenty-two pounds. Twenty-two pounds! You got it. Really? It's nice wow. heavy, doesn't it?
2: Oh, I thought it would be light, but no, it's it's allegedly it is twenty-two pounds. So when you are sitting in isolation adam and counting out your your money uh just i
1: I will gladly count out that much (laughs) count (laughs) count out your hundred dollar bills and see if it weighs 22 pounds when you're done i do not have 22 pounds of any denomination of dollar bills (laughs) in this house so I've gained 22
2: pounds of weight, basically, in the past two months, so uh, (laughs) we'll keep with the theme that way, so yeah, COVID weight, Uh, so that is the quiz, first one of 2022,
1: you guys did very well, nice work. Nice, nice.
0: Not bad at all.
1: Well, gentlemen, we've got some more episodes to plan here, so uh, we better get on it, Uh, we aren't going to disappear on a hiatus anytime soon until we get to uh,
0: summer break, right? There you go. Yep. Usually go right into May or so.
2: Yeah. Or until I get my COVID, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. my turn next, right?
1: You are Thanks. next. Your turn. Would you, would you like me to come over and cough on you? Pass. I could <laughs> lick your doorknob. <laughs> 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 oh, well, thank you guys for uh, being a little moment of sanity in my isolation period. Uh, always a pleasure talking with you, gentlemen. Well, likewise and as well. And we, we will see you all. all. A good. We don't even know how to close the podcast. <laughs> we're, we're rusty. Run. We're still yeah, rusty. Yeah, I think we just say goodbye, Take go? care, everybody. See you cool. next time.
2: We'll promise next time we will be better. We'll see you then. <laughs> Bye.